I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. G'day ladies and gents and welcome back to another edition of Supercoach Edge. And uh, we've been treated to our second match sim this time, of course, between Collingwood and North Melbourne. And it was a little bit of a turn up, albeit the Pies were a little bit, um, I guess, undermanned, missing uh, the likes of Pendlebury, Sidebottom, and a few other notable players as well. But North Melbourne, full credit to them, young team came out and absolutely played above well and beyond uh, expectations and uh, really are showing signs of improvement uh, off the back of last year. And uh, a lot of that is coming, as I said, off the back of their um, their young players and the young talent that's coming through. And we will, of course, discuss a few of these guys. And there were a couple of uh, notable players, uh, one who we're familiar with uh, last year, who was a boom recruit, as it turned out, to be a keeper for most of our sides. And uh, he may uh, go by the nickname of She's Nuts. But uh, we'll get into him and a few others very, very shortly. But first up, I just want to, I guess, shout out a guy who's doing some absolutely fantastic stuff on Twitter, across Facebook and Instagram. It is this man here, AFL Central, at AFL Central 1. Give this guy a follow. Absolutely fantastic work. He's been actually, you know, taking down the stats for uh, the first two uh, match sims. And it's an absolute mammoth effort to do solo uh, having worked at the Pies back in 2015 and uh, seeing what it takes in terms of, you know, the VFL Collingwood team, the stats team there, there was a group of like five or six guys that would do it. One would call out the stats, another person would input the stats, and then another person would sort of cross-check the stats, and there'd be a few other guys as well helping out. But to do it solo is an absolutely mammoth effort, all that uh, into consideration. So give this guy a follow, AFL Central, give him a follow on Instagram as well. And uh, he actually, as you can see here, he's put out the full stats report from today's match sim. So go ahead, check it out. But I will be flashing it up on screen as I sort of go through and discuss player by player, uh, the notes and analysis that um, we've taken down. So with that said, Let's do it. Let's bring up the stats uh, of this great man, AFL Central, as he has taken. Hopefully, uh, you can read that, and it isn't uh, a spreadsheet built for ants, as I would say in uh, in Zoolander. But um, yeah, there's a few notable players, as you can see here. 
A little bit of a caveat as well, because there were a few guys that didn't play the full allocation of the four quarters. It was a little bit of a unique one. I think the first, I think it was the first quarter and third quarter, they were 20 minute quarters uh, with uh, time on, I think it was potentially. And then the second quarter and the fourth quarter were 25 minute quarters. Um, and they had at the back end of those, um, what they call scenario situation or situations where Collingwood actually do this and they train this where they have scenarios that they build in, which for today's game, they had a scenario where Collingwood was up by seven points and they had five minutes to try and I guess maintain the lead and get the win. And then at the back end of quarter four, uh, the scenario was given to North Melbourne. They were up by seven points and they had five minutes to um, obviously maintain the lead and five minutes for Collingwood to come back and potentially win. But across the board, I think from memory, North Melbourne actually obliterated it. They won pretty much every single quarter and they won both scenarios. So um, really, really good effort by them, uh, even if Collingwood were on demand, considering that North are a young developing side. And with that being said, let's go ahead and delve into some of the notes that I took down from today's match sim and the key takeaways. So first and foremost, Harry Sheasel. My Lord, he was well and truly best on ground. Uh, an absolute mammoth performance by the youngster, rising star, of course. Came away with 42 disposals, as you can see here on screen. Hopefully you can see that. 42 disposals. 38 of those were effective for a disposal efficiency of 90.5. Um, five, he ended up having five CBA, seven marks, and uh, three goal assists for a grand total of 141 AFL fantasy points. So as you can imagine, Equating that to super coach points would have been around about that mark, if not more, considering his disposal efficiency was absolutely off the chain. So um, that there was great to see. But just in terms of the notes that I took on him, he was best on ground, as I said, but absolutely everywhere, rebounding off halfback and providing options all over the ground. And I think he's going to be marshalling defense in 2024 and in line for bulk numbers with how the Roos utilize him. I mean... They just love to have the ball in his hands because, as you can see there with his disposal efficiency, he is so clean with the pill. Um, any opportunity, he doesn't just stay back. He uses the you know traditional role where he pushes up the ground on transition, uh, provides an option. Even if he's at the start of a, you know, a disposal or possession chain, he then runs on, reads the play, gets another possession in that same chain, and uh, just absolutely um, incredible effort by the she's nuts, as we call him. Uh, let's move on to Colby McKercher, and he is, there he is on the list there. Uh, he ended up finishing with 25 disposals, 3 marks, 81 fantasy points, um, and he was, again, absolutely fantastic in the mold of um, Harry Sheasel, because, I mean, looking and, th I mean, thinking back to last year, he's virtually, he's burst on the scene, he's got evasiveness, he's got, you know, the... He's got the clean eye, clean disposal, everything. He reads the play so well for a youngster and it reminds me so much of Sheasel. Um, just a coincidence, they both now play in the same side together, but he's being groomed for that role alongside Sheasel. And I think what better way to learn the ropes at AFL level in that role off someone that's just done it so well in their first year in Harry Sheasel. So Colby McCurchie, he finished, as I said, 25 disposals, three marks, 81 fantasy. And I've noted down here, he is Sheasel 2.0, reads the play so well, pushing up the ground to provide an option after dishing off. And, you know, it does result in many follow-up disposals. He's absolutely elite um, for a guy that hasn't yet played a game officially at AFL level. So, I mean, everyone's got him in his side, but if you don't, just 
don't be silly. Put him inside. He's just a an absolute lock and load and will be one of the best cash cows for 2024. Don't worry about the fact that he is higher priced. Uh, moving on to Luke Davies, Uniac, uh, LDU. He is, uh, or is he? He's down the list here. So he finished with 22 disposals, 72.7% um, disposal efficiency, four tackles, two marks, and uh, four free fours as well, just given the fact that he was catching quite a few plays, got caught high, um, all that sort of stuff. But for LDU, um, and 88 fantasy points as well, should mention, 20 CBAs um, and six clearances as well. But he just did as he pleased yet again, and he showed quite a bit of fancy footwork at times as well um, to burn off opponents, and you know he just had that evasiveness about him. Um, handy game once more, and... Um, Again, he's in my side. Hasn't moved out of my side as yet. Uh, let's move on now to uh, Tom Powell. 32 disposals, 87% uh, disposal efficiency, 6 clearances, 28 CBAs, which I think was the most for North Melbourne, and 97 fantasy points. Um, and he was, as I've noted down here, a key contributor to the ruse around the ball. Uh, could he... I've just put a little bit of a question mark here. Could he be a smoky to step up his game in 2024? He is definitely one to watch. So um, not many people would have him on their radar. But uh, yeah, he is someone that um, you could potentially consider one to watch, I think, in the next official preseason game. Um, and uh, yeah, he was a bit of a stand, a bit of a surprise standout for me anyway. Uh, next up, we have Tristan uh, Cherry. Uh, he was full-time ruck, and he actually played really, really well. Um, played up against Mason Cox, um, Steen as well in the um, in the ruck, and absolutely smashed in Cameron as well, but did really, really well, not just in the ruck, but around the ground as well. Finished with 21 disposals, three clearances, 30 hitouts, and 105 fantasy points. So um, as you can see down here, the most notable thing was uh, his disposal efficiency was 95.2, and that was something that was a really big knock on his game in 2023. Um, and, I mean, the fact that he's doing a little bit of extra work around the ground, again, that was another knock on his game, that he didn't really do enough around the ground, didn't take many marks, all that sort of stuff, which in this case, it took five. Um, so, yeah, he's stepped up his game, dominated in the ruck all day, and impressed with his groundwork, as I said, and second effort. So those are the notes that I've taken for him. And uh, I guess for AFL Fantasy, I am considering him. But uh, for Supercoach, again, as we've said, lock and load with Gorn and Grundy. But if you were to sort of go a bit different, a bit contrarian, you'd go for, for Cherry 100%. But I'm just a little bit worried if he was to get injured. As we saw in round one in 2023, he'd be left marooned without having to go to a another reasonable option around his price. Uh, next up, we have George Wardlaw, and he only played the first half. So finished with nine disposal, 66.7% disposal efficiency, and 18 CBAs, uh, zero tackles, zero marks, and 30 fantasy points. So he ran a mark in the first half. He burst through packs, displayed his increased strength that he has, and absolutely fearless at the contest. Have a look on our Twitter or X, uh, because we have put together a thread of some of the uh, most notable video highlights. And one of those, or at least two of those we'll see here, he spun out of traffic when he was tight in traffic, got a handball out, just incredible stuff. Danger field type stuff reminded me of. Um, but then there's another bit of play as well. You'll see that video in that thread. Check it out on X or Twitter, as you want to call it. Um, but uh, he ended up 
The ball was in dispute. He ran in head first, very, very, I guess, haphazard for his own safety, but ran in head first and went to go pick up the ball. Didn't do so quite clearly, but again, had second efforts. All that sort of stuff is absolutely fantastic. And for someone of his caliber, second season, didn't really play many games at senior level due to injury. But to, for him to have that toughness, that tenacity at the footy, just incredible. So he is now well and truly on my radar for the 2024 starting lineup for me. So I'd like to see how he plays a full game. Again, he is being managed, as we saw, only played the first half in this match sim. But if he can run in a full game and sort of ran out a full game to that intensity and that level that he showed in the first half today. He is someone that is pushing very, very, very closely uh, into my team in contention. Uh, next up, we have Dylan Stevens, uh, the recruit from the Swans for the Roos. Finished with 25 disposals, 68% disposal efficiency, one goal and 78 fantasy points. And I've written down here another standout for the Ruse in the middle slash wing, and it's a nice work pushing inside 50 as well. Um, again, I don't know if he's got that continuity in his game to really warrant a selection in super coach terms. Um, again, disposal efficiency isn't the best, it's thereabouts, but um, I think from memory that was kind of a knock on his game when it came to super coach. And just again, as I said, with regards to his lack of continuity uh, in his game and consistency. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Uh, next up, we have Zach Fisher. So he only played the first half, of course, managed after he, uh, he, he guess, not pulled his hammy, but he had a little bit of hammy awareness, as they call it, uh, a couple of weeks back. Um, and he finished with, in the first half, Pretty impressive. 18 disposals, 3 marks, 83.3% disposal efficiency, and 59 fantasy points. Now, where is he? He is down the list here, uh, as you can see here. Um, so for me, Fish, and I've written down here a couple of notes, and I highlighted it in the forwards um, episode that Liam and I put out. Just being a baggers man, obviously now I'm back to the front, and I did highlight the fact that if he's given time and space, he can use the ball so well. His evasiveness is really a big strength of his game. But as we saw today again, and the deficiency that I highlighted in that episode, was his disposal struggled when he was under pressure. Um, it's a big deficiency in his game. And I think playing in defense might see him come undone. But if he is used as that role where he is running sort of you know free man and uh, pushing up the ground as he did, because the highlight there, and you'll see it again, head to our, um, our video highlight thread on Twitter or X. As you can see, I clipped it together. Um, 
there was a big highlight where he actually ran from half back to half forward and was involved in that passage of play with three disposals running through the corridor. So really did provide that run and dash up the ground that uh, we thought that he would for the ruse. But again, I just have question marks as to how he's going to gel alongside Sheasel and alongside McKercher, who they're virtually playing the same role, all three guys. So, um, you know, are there going to be games where Fisher is maybe made accountable and again if he is I don't know if he has that in his game so uh, I just don't know how well the Drew's coaching staff know him surely they've done their homework on him but um, yeah it's it's going to be interesting to see but I'd like to see how he performs again a full game much like Wardlaw and I'll I'll kind of provide a bit of a um, uh, more well-rounded assessment off the back of that but I did like what I saw despite a couple of turnovers but aside from that 83.3% disposal efficiency not bad considering Moving on to some of the pies. So, Nicky Dacos, 12 disposals. Again, only played the first half, so don't be too worried about these stats. 12 disposals, 75% disposal efficiency, 15 CBAs, 3 tackles, 2 marks, and 43 fantasy points. So, I've written down here elite pinpoint disposals as per usual and stood out through the middle before he was put on ice for the second half. So, he was um, a standout uh, in limited game time, of course, no surprise. Um, but I think just... We know what we're going to get with uh, with Nicky Dacos. But the most pleasing thing here is that he played that bulk of time through the middle, which, you know, go again, head back to our um, Defender Premium episode, if you missed it, because we discussed this in detail in breaking down and comparing the stats and um, his super coach average from when he's playing midfield compared to when he's playing in defense. And his average does go up when he's played pro- predominantly in the midfield. I think it's around about 10 to 15 potentially average points. Um, check it out. Um, and yeah, check out that episode because we do a nice analysis on that. So off the back of that, seeing him playing full-time mid is perfect and gives me a lot of confidence in, um, in the I guess, starting him in my team and not going down that road that I was considering of not starting him and waiting to jump on him because if he starts in the midfield from the get-go, he's going to smash it. And I think the current price point that he's at will be seen as, like Liam said in that uh, episode that we discussed him, uh, he will be uh, seen as a value price point, which is funny to say. Uh, rounding out uh, the pies, we've got uh, four more that were listed here. Notable players, super coach worthy. Jordan Degoe. So again, he only played in the first half. 18 disposals. He finished with 55.6% disposal efficiency. So wasn't the best. Two clearances, two tackles, five marks, 17 CBAs and 67 fantasy points. Um, so as you can see there, third on the column from the top. And yeah, I mean, the good thing again with him, he played exclusively in the midfield. Um, did catch the eye. The fact that he just does have that that bollocking, a lot of people call him Kmart Dusty or you know Wish Dusty, all that sort of stuff. But he does display those strengths in his game, much like Dusty uh, can really you know wiggle his way out of um, out of danger. And um, you know I've written down here in my notes, could 2024 see his full transition into the engine room? And I think if that does happen, uh, we could see his super coach average rise so i don't mind him as a bit of a smoky at this stage but again look at how he plays when it goes to surely he's going to play a full game in the official preseason game that colin would have so keep an eye on him john noble he was probably a standout for the pies up there in terms of being a best on ground for the pies finished with 22 disposals as you can see at the top here uh, 17 of those were effective for 77 percent disposal efficiency five marks and 81 fantasy points 
Uh, for the notes that I've written down here, I've written was the go-to distributor off halfback for the Pies and really did, I think, remind the team of the Pies that he firmly belongs in their best 22 after being heartbreakingly left out of the grand final side. So it took a nice hanger on the cusp of forward 50 as well. Again, check out our um, video highlights thread on Twitter, which we clipped that up. And um, yeah, that was virtually um, one of the big highlights for Noble in today's game. But again, probably not super coach relevant at the moment. Um, yeah, probably won't do too much more, but I just noted him down because he was uh, up there in terms of being um, in the discussions for best on ground for the Pies. Uh, rounding things out with a couple of uh, youngsters here, Finlay McRae, um, 18 disposals, 66.7% disposal efficiency, 26 CBAs, two marks, one tackle, one goal, and 51 fantasy points. And I've written down here that he did start well. Uh, I think he did enough without being an absolute standout compared to the, I guess, the the intra-club game that he played and was dominant in. Uh, he did, however, kick a very nice goal from around about 55 to 60 metres out. Um, got the clearance, handballed, got it back, kicked from uh, from 60 and, and slotted the nice goal there. So, again, I think he's in contention for playing round zero or the opening round for the Pies. And, um, yeah, he is firmly in my team at the moment. Rounding things out with another youngster and as someone that I think is contention for potentially starting on your bench up forward. Uh, and it is Reef McGuinness. Uh, did impress. Uh, six disposals, five marks, three goals. And um, impressed most, I think, uh, with leading patterns for me anyway. Uh, highlight was his nice high leaping contested mark at the top of the square to convert, I think, was his second potentially goal of the game. Again, head to our Twitter, check it out. Uh, we did clip up that highlight. Pies fans would love to see it. Um, and I think he is in line for round zero if his form does continue. Um, again, depends on fitness of other players. I know they've rested Elliot um, and whatnot, but, you know, he plays a similar role to, you know, he probably would have played last year, was unlucky not to really uh, get much of an opportunity. Um, but now with without Ginovan there, there's an opportunity that's opened up for McGuinness to play. So I'm expecting him to, and uh, I think he's in line at the moment for a debut potentially. So consider him, keep your eye on him for the, uh, I guess, the official preseason game for the Pies to follow, uh, and we will make another assessment there. But uh, promising signs, nonetheless. Sullivan is probably the other guy that we haven't mentioned. As you can see there, 12 disposals. Um, 66.7% disposal efficiency, three tackles, uh, and did kick a nice goal as well. He only played, I think, the third, was it the second half, or maybe it was only the fourth quarter, but from what I saw, I was very, very impressed. Um, might be coming from a little way back outside the best 23, but I think he is, you know, if he continues his form... Could push his way into the side and be a sneaky selection, uh, the SSP signing in Sullivan. So um, that's virtually it. The only other one that I guess we could probably mention is uh, Kruger, uh, good old Freddy. He uh, didn't perform as well today like he did in the uh, intra-club game. Yeah, didn't really do too much uh, apart from taking a couple of nice grabs. Turned the ball over a couple of times as well. As you can see there, disposal efficiency of 0% from four disposals. So in fact, he turned over every single one, uh, which 
which uh, surprised me because I thought he wasn't that bad. I thought it was maybe a 50-50, um, but no, he just turned over every single one of those. Um, but that's pretty much it. As you can see there, there's a few other guys that we could mention. Toby Pink, he was all right. Um, 90% disposal efficiency, 10 disposals. Hard to get a read on these guys who are lockdown defenders as well. But I think, um, you know, we just have to get more of a data set on these guys um, off the back of the official preseason game to follow. Oh, I probably should make mention as well of one guy that uh, some people may be keen to hear about, and it is Lazaro. He ended up finishing with 22 disposals, 86.4% disposal efficiency, three tackles. Um, I mean, looking at that stat sheet, I'm surprised that he actually finished with 22 disposals. Whilst I did notice him, I didn't think he was a major standout like he was uh, in his, I guess, performance in the intra-club. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was thereabouts, as you can see, uh, probably someone to keep a closer eye on for North Melbourne's uh, official preseason game to follow uh, and just properly assess from there. But uh, in terms of, I guess, his impact, um, putting it alongside, say, um, a Sheasel who was out of this world and even Wardlaw, who probably even more impressed me in half a game compared to Lazaro in, you know, a relative full game. Um, that's probably the context there. But that's pretty much it, ladies and gents. Uh, of course, uh, if you have any comments and questions, let us know in the comment section down below if you're watching us on YouTube. And if you're listening to us via audio podcast, feel free to jump across to our YouTube uh, and check out uh, this episode on YouTube because uh, I do have the stats up on screen as I go player by player. But that wraps it up for us today. Of course, on YouTube, if you're watching us, uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. And uh, likewise, if you're listening to us via audio podcast, head on to Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to us, and give us a five-star review, yeah, if we're good enough. Um, but anyway, ladies and gents, we'll catch you in the next one, and we'll see you then. Cheers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.